Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Deets podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. On this episode of the podcast, we are going to recap episode nine of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. On top of that, we're going to discuss Jackie Goldschneider shutting down some very, very interesting gossip about her marriage. We also have Dolores Catania slamming Jackie for calling out Danielle Cabral's estrangement from her brother. So let's dive in and see what we have to say. episode we have some jersey licious tea to discuss it is piping hot and so so good so on the recent real housewives of new jersey after show dolores catania went for jackie goldschneider so we all know that jackie has a bone to pick with the newbie danielle cabral jackie thinks that danielle is lying about the fallout between her brother Danielle has said that she and her brother had a a fallout. They're estranged over Instagram. Danielle says, I know it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. But that's the truth. Jackie, she's not buying it. Jackie thinks that Danielle is leaving out parts of the story because they will make her look bad. So she's insisting there's a lot more to the story that Danielle doesn't want to bring up on the show. And she is judging Danielle hard for it. And I don't think Danielle is going to take it. I have a feeling these two are going to go head to head at the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion if it doesn't happen sooner on the show. We still have plenty of the season left. So I really think these two are going to go at it. And if they don't, it's going to come up at the reunion. The gloves are going to be off. But Dolores brought up the most beautiful point on the Real Housewives of New Jersey after show when she noted that why is Jackie questioning Danielle's fallout from her brother when she never elaborated on her own estrangement from her sister. So if you remember during Jackie's first season on the show, she was very open about the fact that she was estranged from her sister. So I think she has one sister and one brother. And we've met the brother numerous times during Jackie's time on the show. We've never met her sister. She's never even said her sister's name on the show. So we really have no idea who this woman is. But Jackie has made it clear that they don't talk. They don't get along. They never have. And that's really all she said about it. She did have like a little, I think now looking back, it was a fake storyline that they were trying to reconcile, which never amounted to anything. So I think that was totally bs but they have their own estrangement so it's really weird that when jackie has never elaborated on her own issues with her sister she's calling danielle out for doing the same for not giving all of the details even though danielle is claiming that she is giving all of the details who knows but who is jackie to call danielle out when she's never given up all the dirt on her estrangement from her sister so dolores I love it. So let's play the clip of what Dolores had to say to Jackie. Just take it in because it's beautiful. Do we know her whole story about her sister? Do we? Do we even know a fucking quarter of it? I have questions about that now then. Maybe Danielle should ask her about her whole story with her sister. I mean, Dolores, you couldn't have done it any better. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I love that Dolores is calling out the hypocrisy 
because I just can't stand Jackie. Like Jackie is, I, I, I liked her at first, but I feel like this season with her being demoted to a friend of the housewives, she is so thirsty and desperate for screen time that she is looking to pick a fight with anyone and everyone. She is ready to call out any little thing so that it will give her more screen time on the show. She just wants to be in the mix with the rest of the ladies because she is like so fearful of being on the outs. You can just tell she is stirring that pot. She is trying to create drama out of nothing and she needs to be called out. Like goodbye Jackie. But speaking of Jackie's sister, there's been some really interesting tea going on. There's been some really interesting tea on social media about Jackie, her husband, Evan, and her sister. So last week, some really interesting but unconfirmed tea started making its way around social media. Um, according to Twitter, Evan, who's Jackie's husband, first dated her estranged sister, and then eventually made his way to Jackie and then they got married. So the claim is that Jackie and Evan's, Jackie's sister and Evan dated in the 90s. And then he later met Jackie in the 2000s, which is then they started dating and then eventually got married. So I'm going to read the post, let you make up your own decision. And then we'll discuss Jackie's response to the allegation. So the post read, if everyone knew the truth about Jackie and Evan, I doubt Jackie would feel so entitled to judging other people's families and marriages. The cheating rumor is true. This is in reference to that allegation that Evan cheated. It was two, two seasons ago. They all denied it was true. Evan denied it. Nothing ever really came out about it. But this source, quote unquote, is claiming that the cheating rumor is true. At this point, it's still alleged we have no proof that the cheating rumor, that the cheating ever happened and that it's anything more than a rumor. The source goes on, but that's, but not just that. Jackie was Evan's second choice. Evan was dating her sister first. It's starting to make sense. The source ends. So this is really, really interesting. The post also shares a picture of Jackie's sister. Now, like, I don't know that this is actually her sister. They look alike, so I could definitely see that it might be her sister. Like, it's definitely a mix of um, Jackie and her brother that we've seen on the show, so I really think this very well could be her sister. But I don't know how true that is. So it's interesting theory, though. And this is such interesting tea. Everyone was really talking about this on social media. Like, could this be true but we don't even know the sister's name to like do any research on her or if this is a possibility or anything and this is an unnamed source so we have no idea kind of where this is coming from it could all just be like you know make believe that someone invented because it sounds really interesting and good um but jackie denies there's any truth to this gossip she took to her instagram story um, this week and basically said well it's a great story it's not true um, and she said like if my if Evan <laughs> dated my sister I would have known him already but like we didn't meet until the early 2000s and like 
she noted that her sister has been married since like the late 90s so there's really no way that Evan could have dated her sister but let's take a listen to what Jackie has to say hey guys I'm seeing some comments on my Instagram about something on TikTok going around that is saying Evan dated my sister before me and while that sounds like a great story it is sadly not true if it were true, you would have known about it already because I'm completely open about my life and because I don't really think it's that embarrassing of a story. My sister has been happily married since 1998 and I met Evan in 2003. So she dated him in the 90s before I met him in 2003. I actually think that that would have been a pretty interesting story. And I'm also sure that there would have been some pictures or something, so I couldn't even deny it. But sadly, it is not true. So now I will get back to my spring break festivities in Miami and hope that you all have a fabulous weekend. Love ya. So Jackie claims that she is completely open and honest with Bravo viewers. I don't necessarily know that I buy that because again, like Dolores previously pointed out, why didn't she ever elaborate on what caused her estrangement from her sister? I know on one of the past um, after shows from like two years ago, Jackie claimed that they just never got along and that like, you know, they never saw eye to eye. And then as they got older, they just never really talked and they just became you know they just had less and less contact with each other which I don't know I don't I don't necessarily buy that either so you know she's not buying Danielle's story I'm not buying hers and I think a lot of fans are questioning the truth behind Jackie's own estrangement from her sister so it'll be interesting to see if this comes up um at the reunion and how it all plays out but it's some very interesting tea. So we're going to move on to recapping episode nine of The Real Housewives of New Jersey season 13. So stay tuned. Hey guys, let's dive into the recap for episode nine of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. So this episode was called Coffee Talk and, um, I kind of feel like this episode was like drawn out and like a little bit boring, but it had its it had its highlights. There were some good moments and um so let's discuss. Okay. So, I totally agree with Polly um Dolores's boyfriend Polly who basically was saying that like Frank Catania needs to accept the new dynamic of their relationship and I think Frank just, you know, as much as I feel for Frank and like, oh, he's upset that there's changes, he needs to get over it. Like, Dolores is happy. Like, Dolores is the happiest she's probably been in an extremely long time. So he needs to just like take the back seat and let Dolores be happy and let Polly be the man in Dolores's life and, you know, see how it all plays out. It's not like Polly wants Dolores to cut Frank out of her life completely. He just wants him to know his place and for there to be boundaries. Um, and while Polly thinks that Frank's upset about losing Dolores, Dolores is like, oh, no, 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 it's about change. And I totally agree with that. Frank doesn't like change. It's not necessarily that he is sad about losing Dolores, but things have been the status quo for so long with their relationship that now 
Polly's in the mix and he's shaking things up and Frank doesn't like that change but you know he just has to suck it up and deal with it um then we kind of went to like Rachel Fuda and like her whole I don't know she was talking with her family and her husband and it was so boring and blah 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 I literally like yawned through the entire segment I mean it, it just like I, I can't like I, I find her so insufferable and boring and like hard to watch in so many ways like I don't know I, I just feel like she totally came on the show with like an agenda and like this is who I'm gonna be and this is the character I'm gonna play and all that and I just am not a fan of it I don't find any of it genuine um I do think it's sweet that she wants to adopt her stepson um that's really sweet and it's great that she like you know loves him so much and thinks of him as her own child um but he's about to head to college like what's the point of adopting him now in my opinion and you know if it's going to cause more drama in your life like legally like they said they have to like her and her husband John said they'll have to like go to court and have like her the stepson's um I think his name's Jaden have Jaden's mom like relinquish her rights or something like that or she has to agree to the adoption even though Rachel's husband John has full custody but like at this point he's almost 18 he's going to college like why go through that now like you know he's your son like you've helped raise him like he is your son you know okay maybe not like you didn't birth him and you know maybe not legally he's not your son but in every other way that's important he's your son so why go through all of that like bullshit um what I do want to talk about the food is is I heard something really interesting on social media so apparently John Fuda who is Rachel's husband his like last name that he used during his whole life was not Fuda. Fuda is his mother's maiden name and apparently I guess I'm from New Jersey but I've never heard of this place. It must be like a North Jersey thing. I live in South Jersey so it's like freaking two different worlds and um so I guess there's a thing called Fuda Tile which I think they mentioned on the show that like they have this tile company and I guess John's mom's family has this huge tile company empire and apparently when Rachel married John she made John allegedly change his last name to Fuda so that they could be like connected to the Fuda tile empire because she wanted that like you know I don't know infamy or fame I'm not infamy but like the fame like she wanted to be connected to that name because it's so well known I guess in the area I think that's funny if it's true I mean it's allegedly I don't really know but people are saying that like he had a different last name growing up like his dad's last name is not Fuda and that Rachel made them change it which I think just like <laughs> further like proves the point that she is like so fame hungry and like wants to like I don't know she wants to be a housewife definitely I mean she isn't she like bravo lover like one two three four or something I don't know but I feel like she doesn't own it that she wants the fame. She like tries to be coy about it. Like almost like, um, you know, other housewives have done. Like, you know, she's like, oh, I just want to be like, I'm just showing my life. But no, she really wants the fame and the celebrity and the recognition where like you have Danielle Cabral on the other hand, who was like so open and she's like, I want this. I want the fame. I want the attention, all of that. She's so open and honest about it that it's like, endearing because you're like okay like I get this like this is why she's like 
you know, so quote unquote bougie and like over the top and all like she wants this like this is her thing. But like, Rachel tries to like play it down like she doesn't want it. But like, what she's doing behind the scenes clearly proved that she wants the fame and recognition. Um, so Jen, Aiden and Dolores, Catania eventually basically meet up for their lunch that they discussed in the previous episode. And um, I really want to see these two reconcile, which I think we know now from seeing recent social media stuff that they have reconciled, which is so great. Um, and like, I can't, I, I understand Jennifer's point of view that she really was like upset that Margaret, that it seemed like, that it seemed like Dolores was on Margaret's side last season and wasn't really taking her side during their whole feud about, you know, Margaret unleashing the truth about Bill's prior affair and you know I feel like Jen was just looking for that support from Dolores but I don't think Dolores knew that Jen needed that extra support and reassurance that she was team Jen and I think they came to an agreement where they're like look you know let's like have peace let's put it to bed let's like have a truce and if we have issues with each other, we'll, like, call it out in that time where we're not going to hold on to it and let it build, like, animosity and anger and then burst out into these, like, huge screaming matches and fights that we've seen at the end of last season. We saw at the beginning of this season where, like, Dolores and Jen were just going at each other. So it's, they they seem to have, like, come up with a plan to help make their friendship stronger and better going forward. I am super excited. I think that they are, you know, I feel like Dolores, Jen, and Teresa are really, like, cut from the same cloth. They are so old school. And, um, I, I didn't like seeing Jen and Dolores fight because I feel like they both can get so, like, I love them, but I feel like they both can get so nasty that it's, like, hard to see two people like that fight because it just gets so ugly so fast. Um, and it it's just good, better that they're friends and not enemies um so we then see joe gorga working on the new house that he's building for melissa and their family and uh melissa and antonia go to the house to like you know check things out and see updates and all and like it's really strange that they didn't get any, like, <clears throat> I know Joe is considered a professional, like, he is a builder, but, like, that they didn't bring anyone in for, like, a design element for things, because I feel like, I think it's, it's been called out on Insta, not Instagram, TikTok and stuff by, like, actual, like, interior designers and decorators and people who do this for a living, that, like, nothing in the house was really, like, spaced out properly, like, the windows are all like different sizes and they're like not centered and then like even the lights like in the actual ceilings are like there's too many of them they're not centered there are like vents put in weird places like there was no like um artistic element to the house so you can tell that like a builder did it and not like an actual designer someone who like you know will conceal those things or make it look more you know beautiful and like all of that it's very interesting that they just let Joe like do his thing and like I think you can tell that now they're regretting it or at least Melissa's regretting it because she's making Joe redo the house in so many ways I mean I think outside they're adding like a porch onto the house they're adding like another part of the roof they have replaced chandeliers they are 
redoing so much of the house already because they've gotten so much backlash on social media for how ugly their house is and it, it really is it's not very cute and I was really hopeful for the house Melissa's like I want it to be classy and modern like me and I'm like it, it's it's neither like I don't know I don't find it classy and I just I mean personally I do not like modern farmhouses I'm like so over like anything farmhouse like ugh. like Melissa's old house or what she calls the princess house I think she referred to it in this episode that house was way better than this new house and that house had its own set of problems I mean don't you remember that one episode where the realtor came through and like the sink didn't work in the bathroom the like marble was fake it was like all like it was just a hot mess in itself so like I wonder like Joe Gorger really doesn't build that great of houses it seems it seems like he is like not the best builder maybe hmm. um and but as like Joe and Melissa are talking Melissa tells Joe that Louie was crying when he went back to the barbecue last week after talking to them and Joe is just like so over it he's basically like you know Louie is so fake and he is just he's the one that needs to work on himself and not you know Louie needs to stop trying to get everyone to fix themselves when he's the one who really needs to fix fix himself and it it really just you know you can tell that there is just so much bad blood between Joe Gorga and Louis and I think it's literally all on Joe Gorga's side like I don't think Louis has any like anger or animosity towards Joe Gorga I think he's literally just wants peace for the sake of their family but Joe is just like nope um he basically calls Louis two-faced, fake. He then takes it like a completely step further and claims that like Dina and Teresa, Dina Manzo and Teresa's like falling out, which is alleged and um, that it happened because of Louis. So the background is um, we all know that Dina Manzo and Teresa are like besties and they have been really good friends for over 20 years if not like probably closer to 30 years now so um or 40 years I guess you could say um and they had gotten really close you know once even more close when Teresa and Louie started dating Dina her husband Dave Louie and Teresa traveled a lot together they went a lot of places they just were like a great little foursome and but then we all of a sudden heard that like Dina wasn't coming to Teresa's wedding that took place in August of 2022. All of a sudden Dina was supposed to be a bridesmaid and then all of a sudden it was like nope she's not coming to the wedding. And um, there were then rumors that Teresa and Dina had a falling out and the falling out was because Dina's husband Dave got into a fight with Louie over a business deal gone bad. Now if you ask both Dina and Teresa they deny that there's ever any falling out and Tina basically didn't want to go to the wedding because cameras were going to be there she just doesn't want to put any of her life on reality tv she's not interested in it and she just really doesn't want to be in that whole like universe and so that's why she reportedly didn't go to the wedding but her and Teresa are apparently fine and 
The funny thing is, is that Joe Gorga went on to claim that like he talked to Dave and Dave, Dave told him that, you know, basically what went down between Dave and Louie was Pizzagate part two. And, you know, the funny thing is like Joe Gorga called Dave David and basically claimed they were friendly. And I'm just going to say this is entirely not true. It's BS. Um, for more, go to allabouttrh.com because all of the tea is up there. Um, obviously, I can't speak about it here because it's their exclusive content. But I do write for All About TRH and all the tea is up on that website. So go and check it out. Um, so yeah, it, Joe just got so out of control. He got so angry talking about like this Pizzagate 2.0 and like his issues with Louie and all that like he was so riled up like the veins were popping out of his neck. It was like disgusting. It was just like how can like you get so angry over something that literally is just like so ridiculous. Like move on. Be happy. Like stop. But I mean again it's all playing it up for the cameras. That's all he does is play it up for the cameras and it's it's difficult to watch at this point. Um, So the day of the Turkish coffee reading finally comes to fruition. Oh, I forgot to mention that. When Dolores and Jen Aiden made up, they decided to throw a Turkish coffee reading party together. Now, if you're like, what the hell is that? It's basically like a psychic coffee reader. If you remember on The Real Housewives of New York, Carol Radziwell, Dorinda Medley, and I think, um, what is her name? Heather Thompson, they went to one and like the coffee reader was like out of this world and like so on point with all of them. It was incredible to watch. So the day the party arrives and all of the ladies start arriving at the party and Jennifer Aiden and and Jennifer Aiden and Margaret are like cold as ice towards each other. There's like no love lost between these two. Um Melissa is like so curious like why that Dolores and Jennifer are throwing the party together when they like don't even like each other and you know Dolores explains that they've made amends and all of this and Margaret is like calling BS on it she doesn't believe it at all she's just like you know she thinks that Dolores doesn't like Jennifer at all and um the conversation quickly moves to Danielle, which it's just not nice that they're talking about her. And they continue to just question her story about her brother and the their estrangement. And Margaret, of course, has to make some snide comments about like Danielle being bougie and all of that. And, you know, Jackie Goldschneider, you know, continues to like spew her like claim that Danielle's hiding something about the estrangement and like Jen Fessler says like you can't open up halfway and then not expect people to ask questions but Jennifer Aiden makes a good point saying that like we're all making Danielle's pain about ourselves because we need more information for validation like we're trying to get our curiosity validated but we're like poking and prodding at her pain like we just need to drop it like She's in pain over this, like, let it go. And, like, we just have to accept that we don't know the full story, which is so important 
Like, stop hounding this girl over a relationship that she is clearly torn up over. Like, just drop it. Stop being a dog without a bone. And Danielle arrives to the party and obviously she shows up right when they're all talking about her. But I don't necessarily, you know, think that um, uh, she overheard them. At least she didn't make it seem like she did. Um, the ladies then head downstairs back into Polly's house, which, which, okay, Polly's house is fucking amazing. Like, that house is so fucking gorgeous. Like, it's beautiful. Like, what the hell? Like, so gorgeous. Like, that whole, like, wine room he has or, like, wine wall. I was like, oh my god. Like, the house is just gorgeous. It's decorated beautifully. It's so modern. It's, and I'm not even, like, a modern, like, decor style person like I like elements of modern but I don't like love at all because sometimes it can be so cold but his house is so like warm and inviting and stylish and just like it's so beautiful it's just gorgeous so um they're all like downstairs in Polly's house and like the kitchen and like dining room area and Dolores and Jen decide Jennifer Aiden decide to announce that they are going to be bridesmaids in Teresa's wedding. And they say that Teresa was meditating and had this vision of them walking down the aisle with her. And so she asked them to be bridesmaids. And while they are thrilled about it, like they are so excited and they can't wait. Melissa is shocked and literally is like a sourpuss about it. Like she does not understand this. She doesn't understand why they want to be a part of the wedding. She doesn't understand why... Teresa asked them all of a sudden and you know Melissa notes that like she's like Dolores wasn't even at Teresa and Louise engagement but like Dolores is like I don't care about that like it's fine and like they then bring up the you know you know the story that Dina you know Teresa's down a bridesmaid because Dina is no longer going to be in the wedding and you know it Dolores you know shuts it down and she's like I'm not talking about Dina like it's not happening ever and you know Melissa just is so angry and upset over Dolores and Jennifer Aiden um believing Teresa's crap and she basically calls BS on the whole thing but what's funny is Teresa are already offered for Melissa to be a bridesmaid but, but Melissa shot it down so just get over it just go to the wedding and have a good time um the ladies then sit down for lunch and things get pretty awkward between Danielle and Margaret who wind up sitting next to each other. Um, you know, Danielle is about to open the floodgates and like confront Margaret, but their issue gets put on the back burner as Dolores, um, you know, interjects and she suggests the ladies go on a trip to Ireland because she went with um, Polly for Valentine's Day and it was so wonderful. So the ladies all agree go to go on the trip. Um, Dolores says that it's going to also be a bachelorette getaway for Teresa. And um, I'm sure Melissa's thrilled over that news, you know. Um, when the coffee reading then finally begins... At first, everything is really good. The ladies are loving what they're hearing from this psychic slash coffee reader. So Dolores, like, they, she's told, like, a ring is in your very near future. Rachel gets told, like, a victory is coming. And um, 
which Rachel then opens up to the group about wanting to adopt her stepson. This, you know, makes Marge so happy because Margaret, you know, raised her stepkids and she just, you know, sees it as so much of a connection that her and Rachel have and blah, 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 blah. Um, Marge is then next up and the psychic gets really, really real with Marge and basically like says like, She's seeing an issue with a friend from childhood and that her name starts with an L, you know, and obviously the psychic is referring to Marge's former best friend, Laura Lee Jensen, who they had a falling out in 2021. Laura has since come out bashing Margaret and has told Jennifer Aiden and Teresa a lot of shit that Margaret's done over the years. Um... And the psychic basically tells Margaret that, like, she sees a literal knife in her back from this friend. And that one minute the friendship was there, and then the next minute it was fighting and it was over. So a lot of the ladies, including Jen Fessler and Jackie, are really suspicious about this. They just, they believe that Jennifer Aiden told this psychic what to say because it's just way too specific. So next up is Jennifer Aiden and this is when things get even crazier because Jennifer Aiden asks like you know about her marriage and like says they're struggling and stuff and like the psychic tells Jennifer that like her husband does love her and that you know but there are issues you know in their marriage they have to work through and the psychic then adds that Jennifer has been offered a lot of endorsements regularly, recently, I mean. And this comment just spikes everyone's antennas. And like, it's really funny word choice because just a few episodes ago at Jen Fessler's brunch, Margaret mocked Jennifer and all of the endorsements she was getting. And so Marge is just like, this is way too specific. Like, this is a word that is way too specific to be a coincidence. And I kind of have to agree with that. It is weird, but like, I don't know. Maybe a producer said something to the psychic. I don't know if Jen did. It, it's Jen, if Jennifer Aiden did. It's really, really funny. But like, Melissa, she's like, she's like, I'm so embarrassed for Jennifer Aiden because it's obvious that she like gave this psychic the 411 on everyone. And it's just like, so insane. And so when Danielle gives her coffee cup over, the psychic basically like tells her like, you know, I know you were left out of your brother's wedding. And like, your brother also cries about your estrangement. And that the anger between Danielle and her brother will eventually go away and they'll make peace. And everyone again is shocked. They're like, this is way too freaking specific. Like what is going on here? But Jackie Goldschneider interjects and she like says to Danielle, like, I really hope that's the case. But the comment triggers Danielle and Danielle just like starts like freaking out. And she can't understand why the other ladies were talking about her family issues and she says like it made me feel like shit and Melissa like encourages the ladies to stop digging and leave Danielle alone which I actually was like really surprised about and um it was nice to see Melissa have Danielle's back um but before the conversation can end uh Danielle like she makes it clear that she's so pissed off at Rachel Rachel um over their conversation about Margaret's arsenal and, like, she basically says, like, Rachel went behind her back and 
you know, went to Margaret and made it seem like they were, that she was talking shit about Margaret when in reality they were just talking about other people warning them about Margaret and what other people had told them. Danielle wasn't saying she believes it. She was just saying, I hope it's not true. You know, all of these things that we've heard about Margaret's so on, so called arsenal. But, um, you know, she like yells at Rachel that she twisted the conversation and then ran to Marge in attempt to sabotage their potential relationship Rachel is like that's not true um but Danielle says you totally tossed me under the bus and you know Jen Fessler kind of jumps in the conversation and asking Danielle if what Rachel said was untrue Danielle says it's not untrue but she made it seem like it was something it's not when they both said when both Danielle and Rachel said things about Margaret during their quote-unquote coffee talk about the warning they received about Margaret um Rachel is like I don't care about this this is so ridiculous to me but Danielle literally screams at Rachel and like everyone is shocked everyone is just like oh my god like and like the Jennifer Aiden comes in and she's like look Danielle is not a shit starter like some of these other ladies and so the ladies kind of calm down but Danielle makes it clear that she can never trust Rachel and Rachel doesn't really seem to give a shit at all so the episode ends with the tea ending before everyone's or the coffee reading ending before everyone could get their coffee uh grounds read but it was a really good episode all in all a little boring in some parts like I just felt there were like scenes that could have been cut out that were like I don't know dragged on but it was really funny not seeing Teresa in a lot of this episode because I don't think I mentioned it but Teresa had COVID during this time so she was not in this episode because she was at home recovering um but yeah it was weird to see an episode like without her and I mean she appeared on the phone for like a tiny bit like FaceTiming with Danielle but um it like kind of gives you a preview of what the housewives what Real Housewives of New Jersey could be like without her and you know I think it just proves that the show needs her it just really does she is the Real Housewives of New Jersey in so many ways and um yeah but I like this episode I'm curious to see what comes from here and how this season plans out in the coming episodes it's probably gonna get really good and really crazy and I can't wait to see what comes for our favorite Jersey housewives so thank you guys so much for listening to the reality deets podcast